We all know the cautionary tale of the tortoise and the hare, but what does that actually look like in life and business? I'm Jess, somatic strategist and creator of Generative Profit. I'm Sam, psychotherapist, coach, supervisor, and facilitator of permission. And together, inside this podcast, we're combining our experience in business and expertise in mindset, strategy, and the nervous system to bring you real, raw, and deeply nuanced conversations, lessons, and perspective shifts that'll support you to strip back the layers of conditioning you have around traditional success and heal your relationship with your business, worth, work, and money so you can soften into success, exhale as you expand, and create a life and business filled with riches and richness. If you're ready to dance in the slow and actualize the knowing that it's from this place you'll collapse timelines and create sustained momentum toward the income, impact, presence and pleasure you desire, then pour yourself a cuppa and get cozy because this is for you. Welcome to The Slowdown. So we're halfway through the summer holidays in Australia and probably for many of you, you may have already begun to plan your 2024 and you might just be really thinking about how you want this year to be different and one of the ways that women often come to Jess and I when they join slow is I want to change my relationship to rest I want to be able to rest more you know still be productive in business like still have a business that is incredible and provides you with everything that you need but also honors my body and honors my rest. So if this is something that you want to implement more of, we are going to dive a bit deeper into that. In particular, what we found with the women that we support is that they're already pretty well resourced and themselves well. They, they've already, you know, been on a journey of nurturing their minds, nurturing their bodies, nurturing their nervous systems. But sometimes when it actually comes to being in the rest, they get really stuck. So, for example, they might, you know, schedule in like a couple of hours for rest. But then when it actually comes to doing the rest, they're like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Like I want I'm, I feel so uncomfortable. Like I want to feel this time with activities. I want to feel this time with with doing things or I want to make my work go overtime so that I can't rest. And uh, I guess what we know to be true um, when we look at things from like the psychotherapy angle is that as humans, we tend to kind of attract and be drawn to and create situations that we're familiar with. So if you weren't kind of having a like really beautiful, healthy, nourishing relationship with rest um, in your early years, then as an adult, it's going to be really uncomfortable to rest. Um, and so Jess and I just want to speak to this and and ways that you can support yourself if rest does feel uncomfortable for you. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's also so important to note like the other side of the coin in this conversation too, there's definitely like the discomfort of rest and it's so, I don't know. I feel like there was a whole season where it was all like bubble baths and self-care and it yeah. made rest look like it was so easy. And the yeah. reality is it's really uncomfortable to do nothing. And yeah. then there's like the other spectrum of the equation where trusting that things in your business are going to work when you aren't working. And when you simplify 
and that things can flow and be easy. And I think that sometimes also how the women in our world, are they're like creating these incredible results in their business already. And our work really with them is about how can you create those results with more ease? How can you create those results with more simplification, more refinement, more rest, more nourishment, and more just like activation of that aliveness and turn on and creativity. So it just all feels like yes to the like incredible results, but also like not driven from the detriment of your body, of your rest, of your well-being and all of those things. And so, yeah, it's such an interesting conversation to dive into. And I wonder even as we start this conversation, if you can like reflect back, particularly if you are in Australia or the Southern Hemisphere and you're on summer holidays right now, like how much have you actually rested? Because I know a lot of women that are like, yeah, school holidays or like the summer, I'm going to like read books. I'm going to be at the beach. I'm going to have all this time for rest. But like, how much have you actually rested? Yeah. Just going to drop that little one there for your own reflection. And if you have had a challenging time resting, then this is why this conversation is exactly why it has been hard. And, you know, hopefully that what we share is going to support you to just lean a little, a little more into rest as you move into the, the year. Rest. Exactly. Cause I think there are two main challenges with rest. One is that sometimes we just don't have the space. Like if you've got like three young kids and you're on your own full time, it might be really hard, like actually practically to rest, but then, this episode is more speaking to when, hey, hey, you've carved out two hours. Let's say your partner's taken the kids or you've you've like scheduled client-free time in your business um, and you've got like three hours to rest and then you're just like, oh, I don't want to rest. I, I want to work, you know, like your body's just like, no, I don't want to do this. And it might not even be work. Like I, I know for me, I, I'll get yeah. up and clean. Like that's my, yeah. if, I, yeah. if I find myself cleaning, I'm just like, hang yeah. on a sec, Jess, what are you avoiding yeah. here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think it's really important. Like also when we're talking about this, I don't want to shame anyone into feeling bad if they have trouble resting. Cause I actually feel like this is one of like the most um, common things that I get asked by my clients is like, how can I actually rest? And if you have like, you know, have a lot of stress in your life or just a lot of resistance to resting, we can sometimes have these really strict rules with ourselves. Like, oh, I should be doing half an hour of meditation or I should be lying completely still and not looking at anything or watching anything. And, and um, you know, like I've found working with clients who have like a lot of anxiety, sometimes the belly breathing and the exercises that are kind of recommended to, to support us to rest can actually be really distressing. And so I think with all of the, the tools that we can use to rest, we have to be discerning and give ourselves permission to, to kind of trust our bodies and, and kind of listen to what our body's trying to tell us whilst also kind of leaning into the edges of like, well, this feels a little bit uncomfortable. Could I sit with it for a little bit longer? So part of what I really encourage my clients to explore is like looking at the different types of rest and the different needs that they each meet. Like rest could be going to a dance class if it's a really relaxing, joyful experience for you and there's no pressure, there's no like 
you know, I have to, like, it's not a competition or something. Like it's just a, a cl- class that you do, you know, because joy can fill your cup up so much. Pleasure can fill your cup up so much. So it's also about not like thinking that rest has to be lying on the couch for an hour, you know, or <laughs> meditating for half an hour. Totally. And you know, when I think about rest from a nervous system perspective, it's really yeah. about like softening any sort of fight or flight activation that we might have. It's about really like shifting into that parasympathetic nervous system state. And yeah, essentially like to do that, sometimes, as you mentioned, if if you are someone yeah. that has a whole lot of energy coursing through you and it may feel like anxiety and tension, like the you actually need to get that out before you release it. And yeah. I think that was something that I learned so powerfully from my mentor, Anna Kinkella, when I was doing my nervous system certification with her. She mentioned that, you know, often we're told like, go, go if you've got anxiety, go meditate, go take some breaths. And it's like the most uncomfortable thing to do when your body's buzzing and your mind's going a million mile an hour and you've got all sorts of sensations going on. And she's like, no, actually, like from a nervous system point of view, what you need to do is expel that energy first. So that can yeah. be like shaking, screaming, stomping, running, like whatever you're going to do, like get it out and then yeah. come into stillness and to do it in a really titrated way. So when you talk about two hours of, of rest or even half an hour of rest, like from a nervous system perspective, I'm like, that is too much. Like we want to like talk about like a minute of rest. Can you just sit for a minute? Can you then like experiment? All right, what does two minutes feel like? And really titrate it up from there. And so I think that's probably like one of the the first things that comes to mind is like we look at rest as this big chunk of time and this big thing. And it's actually like how can we almost condition like we would go to the, the gym and build muscle like by lifting weights, like, hey, how can we add those repetitions? How can we slowly increase the the resistance by like adding a little bit more rest, a little bit more rest, a little bit more rest and find a level of comfort in the discomfort as we meet those edges and expand our capacity to to sit with the nothingness because in that nothingness, that's when all the parts of ourselves that, you know, we potentially don't want to, engage with and the feelings we potentially have suppressed are going to come up and the sensations we don't want to feel are probably going to be present and yeah it's 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 a confronting time the old rest if you're not yeah it is expecting it. Like, it is a lot of women like don't know what they need and so re- rest is in some ways meeting that need mm-hmm. you know like what do you need and like you said like if you're at like a really, I often get my clients to kind of rate their their stress or their anxiety out of 10. Like if you're at like a seven or an eight, like you're not going to be in a, a point where you can go and sit down and do belly breathing or like meditate. That's actually going to be really distressing. That's when you want to go and dance it out or shake it out or have a jog. If you're like at a nice like three or four, then yes, you can, you might feel actually like you can meditate or or mm. do some mindfulness or something like that. Um, but I love what you said about like the, it's not like those 1%, isn't it? Like, instead of saying, I've got to do two hours of rest every day (laughs) or one hour or half an hour, if that feels really uncomfortable, yeah, do like the one minute or do the two minute, you can lie on the couch and listen to some music. If you don't feel like you're up for meditating, like 
I yeah, think or I like school. quite like mindful coloring as yeah. well because it feels like you're kind yeah. of still if you feel like you need to be yeah. in the doing of something it's yes. it's a way of like relaxing yourself but also like not feeling like you're just there in stillness and silence yeah. or a mindful cup of tea mm-hmm. that's one that a lot Lights love like so just like actually as you're making the cup of tea like really smelling it and feeling the heat of the mug and like having a slow sip and and it's just like being in the in the moment of it there's yeah there's so many different ways that you can rest we wanted to interrupt this goodness for a moment to share with you we are currently enrolling in the next cohort of the slow mastermind think exhaling as you expand softening into success and inviting in both peace and profit as you create a life and business filled with richness and riches. Unlike most masterminds that either support your heart or your head, Slow is a space where both are held, a space where strategy and embodiment are woven together to support your whole self through all the seasons, especially the messy ones. A soft space to land in your business, love your life and lead bravely for results in a way you never knew were possible. A space where slowing down is the catalyst for the abundance around you speeding up. Slow is the table of women we want to circle up with and share in the journey of consciously creating a deeply impactful business that doesn't cost you your life and still generates a healthy profit. Perhaps it's the table you've been searching for too. If so, we'd love you to apply. Head to theslowmastermind.com for more information. To help you kickstart your journey to slow, sustained success, when you apply before the 31st of January 2024, you'll receive two bonus one-on-one calls, one with Sam and one with Jess. Plus, you'll get access to monthly group coaching until the mastermind officially commences in April. In terms of like making rest work with your relationship to your business, Jess, like what do you think there are ways that people can support themselves to do that? Yeah, I mean, when I was just thinking as we were talking, like some of the ways that it does show up in in business is I had her for a lot of my clients, they have this uh, challenged relationship with their schedule. And so they might have really clear ideas around their boundaries. They might have really clear ideas around their capacity. Um, they might, as you say, carve out, okay, well, like these are the times where I'm not filling my calendar and doing the things. But then like all of a sudden, it's like this like, open space vortex and before they know it things are there and they're filled and so one of those things is like okay how can if if we're not able to maintain that for ourselves can we outsource that can can you kind of have like your VA or someone else as the the gatekeeper of your schedule so that they're monitoring your capacity not you and and if that doesn't feel good like at least have them kind of do a bit of a like an audit of your calendar be like hey hang on I thought you said you weren't taking meetings on a Monday why have you all of a sudden got some meetings in here because I think those things like we can again just go oh it's it's just for the now so I'll just do this one thing but then all of a sudden we're doing that one thing the next week and the next week and it's it becomes really blurry And it serves that function, right? We have to always look like what I'm always looking for in clients is what's the function below the behavior. And when we can address that, that's when people are more likely to make the lasting shifts and generate the results. It might look like overcomplicating launches and feeling like they need to do 500 million steps to get the results and not feeling safe enough to 
take some of those things out of the equation. And in that case, like we're really supporting them to like you and I come together and we're like, let's Mm. just do an experiment. Like what would it look like if you took this element out or we took that element out or we streamlined this Mm. part to create and you know we we've done that been doing this in the mastermind for the last couple of months and the results have just you know been mind-blowing and and I think it's it's again that really titrated action like I know that if I had come in and been like all right so see these 20 steps you've mapped out for your launch I want you to pick three and that's all you're gonna do like that would be too Mm. much and that would create overload and overwhelm and just a complete freak out and probably shut down in the nervous system but to be like, okay, well, let's just take like two or three things out. And then next launch, we'll take another two or three things out. And we'll just like slowly like expand your capacity to receive with more ease. And yeah, I, I feel like it's it's completely just redefining your relationship with your business and with your with working every step of the way because we don't need to treat rest as like a destination or a reward that when we've done the things, then we'll rest. Or like once my business is at a certain level, then I'll have white space. Or once I've launched, then I'm going to have time out. It's like, no, how do you build all of this in knowing that that's actually going to be the catalyst that supports and sustains the longevity of your results? And I love what you were saying. It's almost like we need to break free from this all or nothing thinking. It's like mm-hmm. I find that women, when they're trying to to change themselves or do any kind of personal development, they can be quite, it, it almost contradicts it. Like, you know, that the, the goal to rest is to soften and to nurture yourself and nourish yourself more. But then a lot of women come at it this with this kind of perfectionistic all or nothing lens mm. and something that when you are working on your relationship to rest, I would really invite you to kind of pay attention to your metacognitions, like to the, the talking that you have around the talking. So when you're noticing yourself resting, if you're having trouble resting, like make sure that there's none of that kind of inner mean girl, like criticizing yourself or you didn't do it properly or you, you know, you didn't finish your meditation or you can never be consistent. Like just pay attention to that because the way you talk to yourself about the change is just as important as the actual change. Mm, so so powerful I, I think that's the, the key to the whole concept around rest and you know you can extrapolate this into so many other areas as well is like what are the stories that you're telling yourself and what are the functions below the behaviors because when you can get clear on those things I think that's where the mindset and nervous system work powerfully weaves together to create really yeah. incredible change and yeah it's it's been honestly such a catalyst inside of the group that we're supporting right now of really changing this relationship. And then like when you can address your relationship with rest at the root cause and actually come into a healthy relationship with it, it then just flows through your business. It flows through in so many ways in terms of like how how you feel you need to show up, how you're able to like create space, how you're able to hold boundaries. Like it just, 
touches so many areas and is such a critical point. And again, like just being so deeply nourished within yourself and your business is going to be what is going to support it to thrive. I just had the quote that I wanted to highlight, which was, I think your relationship to rest is directly related, um, related to your relationship to productivity. Like when we can change our relationship rest so that we can fully give ourselves permission to rest, then we're so much more productive. Mm, yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't, we don't even need to like look too far to realize how that comes into play, right? Like I know for times there's definitely been examples and this is like mm. us being in the mess of it all as well. Like we're human and we're imperfect and we don't get it right all the time. And so I know sometimes I'm like, if I'm on deadline for something, particularly with the corporate work, I might work a little later into the evening or I might work through the weekend and not have that time off. And I'm thinking that I'm being productive because I've got more time and I'm working more hours, but ultimately I'm, my output is, is diminishing because I haven't had that rest. And actually it's taking me longer to achieve the same amount of result because I'm not actually well-rested or well-nourished and my brain hasn't had a break and my body hasn't had the nourishment it needs and stuff. And so, yeah, when we can think about it in terms of like rest isn't something to be seen as a reward, but actually the fuel that is needed for us to do our most potent and powerful work in our business, then it, it shuffles the priority order a little bit. I think so. And actually, if you want to change your relationship to rest and actually, you know, learn to be more productive because you're so well rested that you're like so creatively turned on, then that's definitely something that we support women with in Slow the Mastermind, isn't it, Jess? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's been one of the baseline working points that we've been really delving deeply into for the last couple of months and has been in such a strong undercurrent to the success and the results that are coming through and the level of ease and pleasure in which they have been achieved by. And so, yeah, we are so excited to share. We're in current pre-enrollments for the April cohort of the slow mastermind. So if you are looking to reframe your relationship with rest and use it as the fuel for your most yummy, productive, luscious results yet, then please head to the link in the show notes and check out all the information. We have a ton of incredible bonuses up for grabs if you sign up before the end of January 2023. So if you're listening when this comes out, you have maybe a couple of weeks left to apply, but that will give you extra one-to-one calls, $2,000 off the enrollment fee and a ton of other bonuses. So head to the link in the notes and we'd love to see your application.